This is the Jaguars Broadcast Weekend Review Podcast presented by TIAA Bank. I'm J.P. Shadrick with the best of the week from Jags Radio, Jaguars.com, and our social channels, Jaguars Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. It's Friday, April 7th, and we're closing in on the start of the off-season program. And we're inside three weeks from the start of the 2023 NFL Draft. That's hard to believe. Let's begin this week with Jags Drive Time Tuesday morning. Brian Sexton and John Osher had some final thoughts following the NFL annual meeting in Arizona and owner Shad Khan's interactions with other NFL owners. You know, you talk, you kind of go over what you might ask and just sort of small talk because I've known him, you know, for uh, 10 or 11 years now and seen him go through some rough times as an owner. And he said on and off the air uh, that it's kind of a cool time to be the owner now to go to league events and hear other owners' reaction to what they did. And, uh, you know, I think there is a feeling, and I don't want to put words in his mouth, but a feeling of they're figuring out and they're going to be dangerous because of the head coach and the quarterback. And uh, teams are congratulating them, other owners, because they run in a circle where they see each other and they know what each other go through to get there. They're congratulating them. And I don't know if he said this, but I got the impression that they're not congratulating him too much because there might be more congratulating to do. It's funny you say that because I, now he's sort of a threat, this team. So there's a little balance of that, and that's all in good fun. But that was the vibe I got. As I watched it, I thought there's a little sense of satisfaction there because, as you mentioned, he had been through some bumpy times. And the Urban Meyer cloud that had been hanging over this franchise is finally gone, right? But then I decided it wasn't satisfaction as much as it was anticipation. Yeah. They are anticipating what the beginning of this is going to turn into. And we've talked about this. Look, if you just look at the coach and the quarterback, a pretty good roster with the opportunity to build over the next few years with some salary cap room in the future setting out mm-hmm. there, but most of all the coach and the quarterback, you can anticipate you know, the golden age of Jaguars football in front of us. Well, it's funny. When they drafted Trevor Lawrence, we talked about, and let's face it, Doug Peterson did a great job last year. Yeah. But Trevor Lawrence is the code, if you follow me. Sure. Or without him, the code doesn't work. And I think in a similar extent, if you don't have Doug, Trevor doesn't have the success, but you have to have that guy behind center. And the fact that he's so young and developing, and the point I was getting to when, I'm, when I commented about Doug earlier, Doug knowing that Trevor's got more in him yeah. and where Doug is going to be able to take Trevor in this offense, they go hand in hand, but the code's 16. Yeah. And for Trent Baalke, I think he would tell you the same thing, who I think deserved the praise that Shad gave him last week. Having Trevor there allows them to do the job that they want to do. I think they're both capable people in their jobs. Without that piece then all of a sudden those things they're We've trying to do it. get so much harder. We've lived it. Other coaches, other eras, yeah. not having that quarterback oh, made it's... it such a struggle, as you said, to get your foot out of that sticky mud right. that just kind of pulled it back in. Trevor gives him the ability, because of his talent, yeah. to take a young receiver or even a defense because he's giving them a lead and help it all get better. Jags Drive Time airs Tuesday mornings on Jaguars.com and Jags social media. Now to quarterback Trevor Lawrence. He was invited to throw the ceremonial first pitch at the AAA Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp home opener Tuesday. Jeff Lagerman and I reviewed the throw on Jaguars Happy Hour Radio Thursday afternoon. 
Let's get to Trevor Lawrence. Uh, he was in a different sport earlier this week. Not football, not golf, baseball. Uh. He threw out the ceremonial first pitch at the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp, the AAA affiliate of the Miami Marlins, just a couple days ago in their home opener. And he brought a fastball a little high and inside to a right-handed hitter. But it would have been a strike if they'd have swung at it. And, uh, you know, I, I did over – I think I did 700 700- – 18 Suns games over mm-hmm. five years. I'd say that's a top-tier first pitch. I've seen some bad ones over the years. Uh, that one was close. He had to bring the heat, and we, after the fact, uh, he spoke with the media off on the third base side and explained the first pitch. I tried to get a little warm, a little high, but I was like, I got to throw hard. Like I said, if I didn't throw things for a living, I feel like I could have just lobbed it, but I had to at least – Throw with some heat, so a little pressure on that. Throw. Yeah, a little pressure, a little nervous coming out, coming out of the tunnel. But no, it was awesome. I appreciate Jumbo Shrimp for having us out. I'm happy. I just didn't want to skip it in the dirt. So as the catcher caught it, you know, put a little bit on it. It wasn't a strike, but so we can improve for next time. But. You didn't want to be the viral like short. No, pitch. I didn't want to be like 50 Cent when he sent it to the, the dugout over there. So yeah, you don't want to be that guy. You don't want to short hop it. So uh, hey, well done, and it's good to see him out and about in the community. Is that allowed? Things. What's that? Contractually, can he throw a baseball? <laughs> well, I don't think he threw it at top speed. It's not like he reared back all the way. Well, I think he can throw a baseball and be fine. I threw out a first pitch, I think, twice in my life. I mean, once, I think, going all the way back to the Suns, way back. So you did uh, – what year would that have been? Like Mid-90s? 90s, 95, 6, okay. something yeah. like that. Yeah. And uh, and then I threw one out at a high school game, and, and I should have warmed up. I bounced that one. Did you bounce the Suns one? I don't think I did. I think it got there, but it wasn't great. It was okay. kind of like Trevor's. It wasn't. It wasn't fast or anything. It was like a ooh, you know, like a you know, parab. And one other note about parabola, Trevor's, by the way, know? he didn't go to the rubber. If I have one criticism, he didn't go all the way to the top of the mound. He shorted it. it, it they had the little pad out there. I think he just stopped at the pad. I don't know. I mean, I'm just. Saying. I threw from the mound when I bounced it. I mean, yeah. and I bounced I've, it good. Now. I've never thrown one. I think I made it like halfway to the plate. It was embarrassing. <laughs> That's not ideal at all. I don't have, trust me, these shoulders have been operated on about five times, and they just don't oh, have anything excuse, left. The shoulder surgery excuse. Joe, what's your excuse? You threw a few uh, first pitches over your time in uh, Jacksonville did, area Did you radio. make it? Made it every time, never bounced it. Really? Twice with the Suns, once with the Jackspos. Oh, wow. Back that Way long. back. Wow. Congratulations. Well done. I, I have you I ever used, could I've you make could you make it? Oh, could I make it? Yeah. yeah, I might not feel my pinky finger or ring finger when I throw, but I, I can make it there. Okay, you yeah. sure? Yeah, you sure about I can get that? Get it there. Yeah. Okay, that sounds like a challenge. Sixty feet six inches. All right, we're gonna have to pace it out, get a baseball, and see if you can make the throw. I can make the throw. I don't. No, know okay, you, no warm ups. I don't know if you can catch the throw. You need a warm up or no warm ups. I probably need to warm up a little Okay. Bit. It's been a minute. Okay. Jaguars Happy Hour Radio airs Thursday at 4 o'clock on 1010XL AM and Jaguars.com. The Jaguars are locked in for 2023. The thrill of a win and electricity of the fans make game day at the bank an experience like no other. So join your friends, family, and fellow diehards and become a Jags season ticket member. The fun is here, and you don't want to miss out. Visit jaguars.com slash tickets or call 904-633-2000. In a moment, more from Trevor Lawrence, including his thoughts on the return of tight end Evan Ingram. Plus, behind-the-scenes access as the football leadership builds the 2023 Jaguars on the hunt. All that after this. 
Jags fans, fill your wallet with one debit card that screams Duval exclusively from TIAA Bank. The Jacksonville Jaguars Visa Debit Card comes with a fierce look and fantastic features so you can pay with pride wherever you go. And it's yours free when you open a Yield Pledge checking account. Up your financial game today. Visit a financial center near you or find us at TIAABank.com slash JagsCard. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSP, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Welcome back to the Jaguars Broadcast Weekend Review Podcast presented by TIAA Bank. The third annual Jacksonville Taco and Margarita Festival returns to the bank April 22nd. Check out the best food truck serving up an amazing variety of mouth-watering tacos with margaritas, tequila, and yes, ice-cold beer. There's fun for the whole family with live music, kids' activities, and so much more. GA and VIP tickets available now at TIAABankField.com. Let's hear more from quarterback Trevor Lawrence. After his first pitch Tuesday at the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp home opener, he was asked a few football questions as well, including his thoughts on the return of tight end Evan Ingram. And John Osier and I reviewed on the Huddle Up podcast Wednesday. Huge. I mean, obviously, that was a big you know, priority for us this offseason. Um, so to have him back, at least for this year and hopefully longer moving forward, I mean, that's, that's ideal. And just... You saw kind of what he did to our offense this last season and how he came on towards the end of the year. And um, I think we've really figured out, you know, how to use him the right way. And I think we've, we've kind of – he's helped us a ton and we've maximized what he can do. And just to keep building on that, there's still more out there for him. That's the exciting part is you look at his numbers and they were great and they were some of the best numbers for Jacksonville tight ends ever and for him. But I feel like he really didn't even catch on until the last back half of the season. So – to look at having a full year of that, it's really exciting. It's sky's the limit, and just for our offense, too. All right, that's 43 seconds of answer on a question asked by John Osier. They happen to be my question, so that's me patting myself on the back. Well done. Um, I did think it was within the context of an offseason interview done on a baseball field with a quarterback. Uh, I thought it was interesting that he, when I asked that, he, he – his ears sort of perked up, and he talked for much longer than I thought he would about it. To me, uh, there was some meat there in the sense that I really do think, as they got to the end of last season, if you think about what they did with Evan Ingram late last season, the way they used him and his effectiveness and his consistency went way, way up the second half of the season. I don't think Trevor quite knows yet how they're going to use Ridley because they haven't had a chance to really talk about it. I think he'll find out a lot more once they get in here in April. Mm-hmm. But I think he knows from experience and what he's seen and as a player and, and the chemistry they have with Ingram. They're pretty close to Trevor and Ingram. Evan was there last night. Um, they're, they have a real relationship. So what Trevor said last night sort of made me rethink a little bit. Um, not that I didn't think Evan was going to have a big year coming back, but – Trevor sure seems to think that there's a lot more for Evan Ingram in this offense, which is interesting because I thought Evan had a great year last year in the second half of the season. The Huddle Up podcast runs Wednesday afternoons on the official Jaguars podcast network. Let's wrap the week with the 2023 debut of The Hunt, a Jaguars exclusive series offering behind-the-curtain access as the football leadership builds the 2023 Jaguars team. This week, General Manager Trent Baalke and Head Coach Doug Peterson at the NFL Scouting Combine. Number one overall pick last year's 
I'm sure the approach is different. Can you explain how, how it's different? Well, the basic way that it's different is we got 23 people that pick before us. Yeah. You know, the last couple of years we've had zero. So, you know, it's our job to get the board stacked, to work hard with the coaching staff, to get as much information about these guys as we can, and make sure we're bringing guys into this culture that fit what we're trying to build here and what we are building here. What do you like? It, the combines, you know, this is what, 20, 20 some odd combines for me. It's, it's the same every year. It's the same routine. You go there to evaluate players. You go there to get the medical research done on the players and, and to interview them and get to know them as best you can in a 15 minute interview. So, you know, I don't think the process has changed at all. What did you weigh in? Five? Wow. Here's a, here's a grinder. You're going to see some things here that you may not see on film and vice versa. So you just it's just another avenue to evaluate these guys. It's a piece to the puzzle. Uh, it's certainly not the final piece. It's a small group, too. It's only... No. You know, for me, it's about watching the, uh, watching the workouts on the field. It's the first time the coaches around the league have kind of put their eyes on these players. And uh, so you just formulate opinions and you start taking notes. And it's really the... Uh, the beginning stages of, you know, this whole draft process. Episode one of The Hunt, available now on the Jaguars YouTube channel and jaguars.com. That'll do it for this week. Thanks for listening on jaguars.com through the podcast link at the top of the homepage or on the official Jaguars podcast network. That's on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you download your pods. And of course, we love the feedback. So leave us a comment and a five-star rating. Enjoy the Masters and happy Easter. Thanks for listening. I'm JP Shadrick. We'll catch you next week on the Jaguars broadcast weekend review podcast presented by TIAA Bank.